If you have a job you really hate, one you'd like to ditch, well, you're listening to the right program. This is The Christian Working Woman, and I'm Mary Lohman. And with me again today is my good friend, Lisa Bishop. It's so good to be here. You know, Lisa, there are just so many people who would love to quit their jobs tomorrow if they could, but for a lot of reasons, they just feel stuck where they are. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I've never really hated jobs that I've been in, but I've definitely been in places where I think, oh, it's time to move on, and I might not have moved as quickly as I could have. <laughs> I know. You know, many people feel like, I think, feel like they're in a prison because mm-hmm. they, they need a job, um, and maybe they've just got a lot of time invested in the company, so leaving it would... Uh, would they'd lose a lot of benefits, and they're not sure they could find another one as good. So they stay in jobs they really don't like. And I can relate because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I had some hard lessons to learn working in a job where I felt I had a very difficult manager. And uh, I had a lot of lessons to learn in that job that I really didn't like. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point, too, because while we're – in a job that we don't particularly like. It is pay attention for the lessons that are occurring for us and the refinement that is happening while we are there. But it's hard to do because you don't like it. And so it's so hard to be positive and say, okay, Lord, what are you teaching me through this? I know. When every day it's just hard to get up and go to work. It is. It is hard to do that. And I think that this is why it's such an opportunity to be intentional about asking the Lord, okay, God, you have me here now, and everything you do is for my good, and so how how is the situation refining for me? Now, we may not be staying there forever, but if I'm there now, you know, I remember listening to a teaching not too long ago uh, where the person teaching was saying something along the lines of, if you have something really challenging going on in your life right now, get up and praise the Lord because it's an opportunity for you to grow in the fruit of the Spirit. And so... Mm-hmm. While I'm in a job that I don't necessarily like, how can I grow in a fruit of the Spirit? There was a job that I was in for a a while, and I just was stirring for quite a long time wanting to transition out, but it just wasn't quite time yet, and I didn't know what was next. And the Lord really taught me patience, not just patience in the waiting for what was next, but patience with some of the people that I actually worked with. So I had to say, okay, Lord, you are growing me in the fruit of patience. You are growing me in grace. And so I think that's a perspective with which to look at. If you're not happy with where you're at now, How can you be refined until what's next? Yeah, and you know what it really comes down to is learning to be content where we Mm. are. Paul wrote to the Philippians, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. The secret of being content in any and every situation. And he goes on to say, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. So I've always looked at that and said, if Paul had to learn contentment, then so do I. And if he can learn it, so can I. Mm -hmm. And he was in prison when he wrote this, you know. Right, right. Well, and that that I'm I'm glad you're highlighting that word because it it's there. Learn to be content. And right. we don't just learn something no. in five seconds and then live it out. So no. learning is a process and in the process of learning we're going to fail, we're going to fumble. And so that's why I love the fact that he put that word in there. 
is because it is an intentional focus that we're mm-hmm. learning contentment. We don't just pop out of the womb content. No, <laughs> we sure don't. <laughs> and 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 be patient with ourselves as we learn contentment. But you know, you won't learn it unless you want to learn it. Yeah. So you've got to pray, Lord, help me to want to be contented and then teach me how to be contented. Uh, I think of uh, people who are in jobs they don't like, and that's all they talk about. Mm. I hate this job. It's bad. It's bad. I was that way for a year in a job I didn't like. And I was so focused on all the bad things that I couldn't even see all the good things. Right. And there were good things about Mm -hmm. that job. And so I've often said when people are telling me they don't like their job, tell me some good things about your job. And they stop and think about it. And, and yeah, there are some good things. But you get so focused on what you don't like that you're totally discontented, even though there's a lot you do like. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. And there were times in my life where I wish my friends, rather than getting on my lamenting bandwagon, would have would have done just mm-hmm. that and said, and it doesn't mean that I would have stayed where I was at, but that we would have gratitude because where we're at, it can't be all bad. But as you said, we just start to focus and ruminate on that. And that just starts to cloud everything. And so I think that's a really good thing to practice is, okay, I'm not really loving my job right now, first of all, why? And is the why resolvable? Is it because I'm just in the wrong role in my organization? And yeah. might, might there be another opportunity for me? Is it because of relational conflict? So mm. I, I do think stopping long enough to ask ourselves why is a really good opportunity to examine and make choices from there. Does that make sense? It does. Based on my experience in all these years with this ministry, I think the biggest reason people are unhappy with their job has to do with relationships. Mm. And there's also sometimes when you just don't like the content and you're not using your talents and your gifts. But more than anything else, it's I can't get along with this company, this boss, these people. Mm -hmm. And... uh, that's where, you know, iron is sharpening iron. We are learning so much. Right. And you know what? There, I'm not saying there are not going to be situations where the environment is so toxic, like you need to make a move. There right. are definitely situations like that. And there are often situations that we have to realize there's going to be difficult people wherever we go. And, and some people might think we're the, <laughs> we're the difficult person, right? <laughs> right. Fancy that. Uh, so we, we really have to be mindful of wherever you go, there you are. So yes. just, you know, make sure that you're not leaving for reasons where you, you might be part of the solution or part of the, part of the problem. Right. But then there are situations, as you said, too, where the job is just not a right fit. Yeah. And so, you know, if I can't learn to be content, if I am not able to change my attitude and enough time has passed, it might be just time to move on. And it may be risky. It may cost me something. But mm-hmm. if you play out where you're at right now... And for the next five years, if nothing changes, then what? There's a book that I read um, several years ago called Necessary Endings by Cloud and Townsend. Mm. And it was this book all about choices, like how do you know when it is time to leave a relationship, leave a job, et cetera. And mm-hmm. so that that's a really good read for people if they're in this kind of situation where they're not knowing what to do. It's mm. a good thought. Yeah. But, you know, contentment is... Paul talks about the secret of being content, Mm -hmm. and the secret of being content is really the pathway to joy. 
no matter what you're in, whether it's a job or some something else in your life that's not what you want it to be, if you can just say, Lord, teach me to be content here. Yeah. You know, if you're not content as a single person, you're not going to be content mm. as a married person. So true. If you're not content, you know, if, if discontent is part of your makeup and you're just never really happy with everything, you take it with you wherever you go. Yeah. That's a really good point because I think sometimes we think that contentment is circumstantial mm. and it's no. not. And as you mentioned earlier, Paul was in prison when he's writing this letter about contentment and right. his circumstances. I wouldn't want his circumstances. Mm-mm. So we can tend to think, I'll just be content when I'm when. in a relationship. I'll just mm-hmm. be content when I get a promotion. I'll just, right. you know, you can we can ride that yeah. for a while, yeah. right? Um, but realizing as your as contentment really is, I mean, if we think about it, it's a spiritual discipline. It doesn't mean we ignore signs of when it's time to move on from something. But how often do we practice the, yeah, practice contentment? It is. It's just choosing to be content. I'm going to focus on uh, on what the good things are. Even if you're in a position where you know it's time to move on and you can't do it overnight, you've got to do some you know work toward that. While you're there, you want to stay content as much as you can because if we're not content, it's not a good testimony. Hmm. I mean, it shows, doesn't mm-hmm. it? When we go to do anything and we're not content, where there's no joy, yeah, no excitement, we don't look, we don't make a good testimony for the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of Jesus, ask Jesus for help. Yeah, even if it's just Jesus, please help me. I, <laughs> you know, Paul says I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. So this is our moment to say, I do not have the strength right now to be content. Jesus, please help me. Holy Spirit, please give me wisdom. Please give me counsel. Please give me guidance. I think sometimes we try and do things in our own strength, and we forget that we have the strength of Jesus and the power of his Holy Spirit, his wisdom that is guiding us as well. And to call on Jesus, call on the Holy Spirit. Don't you think that sometimes when we get into secular environments like our jobs or whatever, we we have this feeling that I'll pray when I get home or I'll ask. Mm. But you can, Jesus is there all the time. He never leaves you. So take those peace, I call them peace breaks. Mm. Go somewhere where where you can have five minutes to yourself and just say, Lord, please help me get through this. Give me contentment. Help me to face this situation and and to be joyful. I find that uh, that's usually done several times a day when you're in a tough situation. You just have to constantly keep praying for strength. Yeah, and help me to be in tune with how you're guiding me and to make the choice to whatever it is you're guiding me to say yes to you today. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but I want I want the like at least the six month, the year or two year plan. And the Lord's like, this is what obedience looks like today. This is mm-hmm. what contentment looks like today. today. You know. It's do are. not worry tomorrow about tomorrow for today has its own no troubles. troubles. So right. how can I really take that scripture um, to heart and know that the Lord, like he will show me the way to walk in. And it may feel like he is taking a really long time, but let's take that time to grow in this idea of contentment because there's just so, there's so much richness in that. And that's what we do as we mature in our Christian faith is that we grow in contentment. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And, you know, there's a difference in being content in any situation versus content with any Mm. situation. There's certainly situations we shouldn't be content with. 
They are unfair. They are discriminatory. Mm-hmm. They are ungodly, just plain wrong. God doesn't ask us to be content with those things. Mm-hmm. And if we can, if we can make change happen, and we see things we should do on a constructive way to change the situation, then we should do that. Mm-hmm. Contentment doesn't mean just taking anything that comes along, right? Right. right. But if you're in that situation. And God has you there for a day or a week or a month or however long, forever how long you're there in that situation. Mm-hmm. Learn to be content. Yeah, learn to like, Lord, what does it look like for me in this situation, in this time to image you? Because as followers of Jesus, we are putting the glory of God on display. And so what mm. what does it look like for me to put your glory on display? And again, it doesn't mean that we're walked over or we you know, don't have some level of passion or you know fighting for what's right or justice, et cetera. I love that you said that contentment isn't being a pushover. No. But it's how how am I am I imaging Christ in the process? Yeah. Life is just uh, a journey, isn't it? Oh. We're learning all of all the time. We'll uh, someday we'll be with Jesus and we'll be perfect. That'll be nice. Oh gosh, good luck with yeah. It, it, someday, right? But just I think the other thing too is we have to normalize that again. We're human. We strive to be the fruit of the spirit. We strive to live as Christ calls us to live, and we're human. So there's grace for that. Yes, we have to remember that as well. And that I wish we would share kind of more of our fumbles more often because that can be encouraging and not isolating and think we're so alone. You know. Yeah. Nope. But it's hard work. It's hard work, but it's good. There's no other life worth living except living for Jesus. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I think this has been a good discussion on learning to be a content and a job you really don't want to be mm-hmm. in. As Christ followers, we can get there through through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you that our next Zoom get-together is Saturday, February 11, 10 a.m. Central Time, and our topic will be God's waiting room. Oh, my goodness. For more information and to sign up for this free event, visit our events page on christianworkingwoman.org. Thank you for joining us today, and we invite you to be with us again next week for The Christian Working Woman. Mm-hmm.